Alright, this episode of the Eats and Zero Goes a podcast is sponsored by Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and Noble sells books, ebooks, magazines, toys and games, music, and DVD and Blu-ray. They are the best of the best at having new and interesting reads coming in every month, as well as a variety of other products. You can also shop Barnes and Nobles online, so you don't have to leave your home and still get their great products delivered straight to your door. Hello and welcome to the Ethan Zaragoza podcast, where I talk about books and other stuff. I'm your host, Ethan Zaragoza, and today I'm going to be talking about the book Here to Stay by Sarah Farazan and analyze the literary trope of quest that is found within the book. We're going to have a cool guest on. His name is Bijan Mahidi, and he is actually the main character of the book we will be discussing. The literary trope I'll analyze from the book is quest because the character goes through a quest of becoming a different person through his experiences. At the beginning of the book, Bijan wasn't necessarily popular at his school, but Bijan gets unexpectedly moved up to varsity for a basketball game where he plays exceptionally well and scores the game-winning shot. After this, people start to recognize Bijan more, and he starts getting invited to parties and begins to become more popular. Bijan also gets promoted to the varsity basketball team after he proved he was worthy of playing on the team from the great game he had. This sparks resentment from his two teammates, Will and Drew who begin to harass Bijan and try to bully him and start fights with him. Things couldn't get any worse. Someone sends out an email to the entire student body that had a picture of Bijan's face photoshopped on a terrorist body wielding an AK-47. Bijan, Bijan is from the Middle East, which made him a target for racism like this at his school. Because of the email, Bijan gets a lot of unwanted attention from his peers and the people around him. Meanwhile, his mom, trying to get justice for him, continues to draw more attention to him, which just makes the situation worse, as he wishes everyone would just forget everything and move on. He goes throughout the book trying to find out who sent the email and get justice for himself. Fast forward to the end of the book, and Bijan is in a very important game that could advance the team to the playoffs. During the game, Bijan was fouled mercilessly, and the ref wanted to call the fouls properly, which was getting him off center mentally. Soon after, while shooting free throws, he looks and sees people in the stands wearing fake beards with towels wrapped around their heads and holding up racist signs while chanting at Bijan as he was attempting his free throws. At that point, Bijan finally had enough and he told the coach that he was going to leave the court unless someone made the racists in the stands leave, so the coach talked with the refs and got them out of the stadium. Bijan also made the coach show him some respect by telling him he wasn't going to play unless the coach said his name because the coach had yet to acknowledge him by name and had been calling him Kid or B the whole year instead of Bijan. The coach hesitantly complied and said Bijan's name, and Bijan went back into the game. Bijan standing up for himself at the end of the book signified the end of the quest he had been on. Throughout the book, Bijan experiences the tough times of having to deal with racism and people on his basketball team hating him and trying to bring him down. Bijan learns to handle conflict better and stand up against racism and adversity. He becomes a person that will not allow anything to get in the way of his success, and that is his quest. Next, we're going to have on Bijan Mahidi. He's the main character of the book I just discussed. Welcome on, Bijan. How's it going? Uh, It's going pretty good. How about you? It's going good. Glad to have you on. Thanks. I'm uh, glad to be here. Alright, so my first question is, what motivated you to continue to work hard in school and basketball 
despite everything that was happening to you, because it seemed like it was a lot what you were going through, and there could have been some temptation to just quit, so why didn't you? Well, my desire for success and uh, willingness to win, in a sense, was what really kept me going. I knew that even though some people were mistreating me and stuff like that, I still had a desire to succeed in the ways that I could. And even though it seemed really bad, I could still find happiness and work around the things I was having to deal with. I had to accept that, you know, bad things are going to happen in whatever I'm doing. So I have to keep going regardless of any of that. That's good. That's good. Uh, that's, the mind that, that's the mindset I think everyone should have when going through adversity and stuff like that. So my second question is, how did all the attention from that email that was sent with your face on it affect you? Um, well, initially, it was pretty damaging and hurtful just because all my peers were seeing me like that and all the attention it brought to me that I didn't really want. Uh, my mom would have people over at my house to discuss what happened and how they could help get justice for me for what happened to me. And at that point, I wanted to find out who sent the email, but I was also just tired of always having to talk about that and just wanted everyone to forget about it so things could be normal again. Yeah, I could definitely see you just wanting it to all be over. I think that's how I would have felt as well. Yeah. So my third and final question is, what made you decide that you were going to leave the game unless those racist people were forced out of the stadium? Uh, well, I just I just had enough at that point. After all I'd been through with the email being sent out, I decided that I wasn't going to let that slide. So I told my coach that I was going to walk off unless someone made them leave. So he got security to make them leave, and I was happy that I stood up for myself at that moment. And it felt really good. All right, thanks for coming on the podcast. It was great interviewing you, Bijan. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me on. It was, it was nice. All right, and that is going to wrap up the podcast for today. Today we talked about the book Here to Stay and the literary trope of quests in the book and how Bijan experienced that quest and had a good interview with Bijan himself about his motivations and actions in the story. Thank you for listening and to close out, we have another sponsor. Alright, the second sponsor of this podcast is Bang Energy Drinks. Um, it is an energy drink and um, it's made for performance or just waking you up in your everyday life. If you know, before your workout, you can drink a bang and maybe feel a lot better and have a better workout. Or if it's 5 o'clock at work and you need a little boost, you can drink a bang energy. Um, I suggest going and trying them out for yourself. See how they make you feel. They're a great product. Um, they work for me all the time. I drink bang constantly to fuel me throughout my day. So, yeah, I would suggest going and checking those out. They're a great sponsor. All right, and that is it for the Ethan Zero Goes a Podcast. Goodbye.